Good evening, a quack quack and a honk honk to you. Outdoor Adventures back on the air here on Twin Cities News Talk. AM 1130, FM 103.5 and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. I'm your host, Stan Poggle, and my co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, is hopefully on the line. It looks like he's been having a lot of fun. I've been getting random texts and emails and secret posts. Kudak, are you still alive? Okay, I was just checking. I was a little worried about you. No, no, we had a good time. The girls were fishing, and we caught a bunch of fish, and we went to the fishing contest at White Cap, and, uh, yeah, it was a good day. Well, that's good. Now, you did get your new license, I hope. You weren't fishing out of season. No, no, I got okay. the new fish house license. I got my new fishing license. Uh, Tracy got her fishing license. Uh, the Hammer got hers fishing license, and uh, we had a good time. Well, that's good to hear. So, you won a few prizes, I hear. Any anything that I need to pick up on your front porch here in the next couple of days? Because I may be heading that way anyway. You know, I can well, take that off your hands. Well, I, I might have some some tulip peas that you can, you can pick up and clean. <laughs> no, that that wasn't the deal. I was supposed to pick them up after you got them back from your buddy that smoked them and had them wrapped for me. Well, that's like what I was coming up for. We sat in that big fish house this morning, and we, we ate smoked tulipies and chicken in a biscuit and Twinkies and Ho-Ho's, and uh, oh, we had we had a, a, a good old day today. And you wonder why your stomach always hurts, eating all that stuff. Well, I just had a little smoked fish in my diet Mountain Dew, and mm-hmm. I was, I was sure. and we just got back from when we were sitting at the white cap on the ice out here, and we just had a pig roast after the deal with the... Uh, Potato salad and beans, and I mean, what a feed these guys put on! I mean, it's uh, it, it, you know, I'll, I will be back here again next year. They they had lots and lots of prizes. I mean, a lot of good prizes, aqua views and and uh, oh knives, and I mean, it was it was they put a really good deal on that. You know, if you're fishing contest, you get the pig roast after. Well, I think next year I'm going to have to go up there and partake in the pig roast, and then you can come here and push buttons and run all these controls in front of me, and then I can have a little fun, and uh, you can see what real work is really all about. Well, I think you were out <laughs> carousing most of the week anyways this week. You weren't, uh, you weren't at home in, in the cities there. You were. I was you were working hard. There. You were out down south doing something you shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> oh, let's not get started with that now. Uh, we're just going to move on. we got a, a little bit of a shortened show uh, due to uh, go for hockey coming up here at the bottom of the hour. That starts at 5.30, so we'll get into that at the bottom of the hour here on News Talk. But uh, plenty of things. It's kind of that transition period. I don't know if you saw my video here the other day. I got some honkers on camera uh, the other day when I was down there in Iowa. And when we were up on our little fishing trip last weekend, I heard a few... Uh, birdies tweeting in the woods so that's usually the first sign that i I think we're finally turning the corner and i think we we've well now they're talking a big snowstorm as i speak uh for tomorrow or the next or monday i think it is but uh i think we've turned the corner and we're on our way to spring finally yeah yeah i think we're just hopefully we won't get what they're saying but you never know you know the weatherman they're they're only right half the time anyways or 20 percent of the time but you know, it's, uh, you know, I've heard, I've seen a lot of deer. The turkeys are really out. The birds, you know, the songbirds are chirping, so everybody's happy. And hopefully after this last batch, we'll be done with it. 
Exactly. So uh, a lot of good things coming up with the spring season. Uh, looking forward to get out there. Now with this wind today and the heat, uh, I'm guessing the lakes are, are pretty sloppy. We'll chat with Bill Lundin here of the Tackle Castle up there in Mille Lacs. I'm sure he'll be able to give us a good report too. But uh, I'm sure it's a mountain at a, at a decent clip. I know I took my ice house off. There's a picture on our Facebook page. Just search Outdoor Adventures for that. But um, I, I got that all cleaned up and off the ice. And there was a good three, four inches of water, you know, about halfway out to my house. Um, it was warm that day, too. I think it was about 40, 45 or whatever it was. So it it could be a mess on the landings if you're waiting till the last day here to get your uh, fish house off the lake. Well, you know, we were out. Oh, three, four miles on the lake there today and fishing out on the, our tulipy spot there. And, well, it wasn't bad out there and we come in for the, they had it on the shoreline here out in front of White Cap and, you know, there was, it was pretty clean ice when we first got here and now I had to put my big knee boots on because it, about halfway through it was, it was wet. It started seeping, you know, it's 55 degrees up here, everything's melting. It, it made for a, a wet, sloppy, sloppy deal here at the drying, but, yeah, we got through it. So let's uh, bring Bill Lundin in here uh, because uh, I'm sure he's got a little insider info, not only on uh, Malax but also on uh, on you, Kudak. So uh, Bill Lundin from the Tackle Castle, how are we doing? Hey, we're doing pretty good. The, uh, Chris was talking about his knee boots. We uh, we donned ours as soon as he pulled up in the parking lot this morning. Yeah, yeah I was going to say he probably had the chest waders on when he shows up. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, no, we... Uh, we had a we had a monster day up here today. It's uh, it's still about 42, but uh, we've got some screaming wind and and uh, you know it's too windy to haul rock, so everybody decided to go fishing. And, and you know what? It, it, it was a little breezy out there today, but you know what? It was a tolerable day. And it was a nice day, and the fish were biting. I mean, we had, we had fun. Yeah, we've had a number of people come back. You know the. Uh, uh, they remarked that the, the perch fishing isn't, uh, maybe what it could have been today, but, uh, they smacked them tulabees this morning and, and, uh, a number of groups, you know, talking about coming back with, uh, with buckets in the 30 fish and 35 fish and, and, uh, I even had four guys that got their 40 and, and, uh, but big fish, my gosh, you know, over the years, these fish have been, uh, they're decent, you know, you'll get them in that pound and a quarter to, pound and five-eighths, maybe a big one to be a pound and three-quarters, and we're starting to see some two-pounders and even even breaking that two-pound mark, and cats are these fish big. Yeah, you, you know, even these tulipies are catching. I mean, you catch maybe one little one, but the rest of them are, I mean, they're dandy tulipies. They're, they're healthy fish. Yeah, where did that come from? Because it wasn't but a couple of years back, and, and uh, we're getting them. They weren't much bigger than shiners, so this this must have been what got through. Yeah, I mean we had uh, twenty today that were 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 dandies. Yep, and you clean them up, and they're nice, and they're you know the the meat's good on them. It's not uh, you know they're not all wormy or anything like that. They're uh, if people like uh, smoke fish at all, I mean you don't have to smoke them yourself. There's markets that'll smoke them for you. Um, this is this is an opportunity right here. And where do you where exactly uh, to those that haven't fished them? Where where do you target them depth wise? Uh, what do you use jigging spoons or just a regular hook and a minnow or what? Yeah, Chris, can I give them your waypoints here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we've seen these fish mostly in that 
that bigger water, you're going to want to be in, in at least 32 foot of water. I would be maybe even deeper than that. You know, we're, we're seeing them out in 35 and 36, but the key is that soft bottom, and if, if you can get the, the bottom where those bugs are starting to become active now, um, in the mornings and especially, uh, you know, right in the evenings here, uh, once that mud's had a chance to warm up some, uh, them bugs are moving around and these fish go just nuts. And we're just using, you know, you can use a rattle spoon. The big thing right now is a is a dropper type rig. So we've got um, we've got some stuff with like a blade on top, and then we we've got a dropper line uh, tied to that with a with a very small jig that you can gob up with some waxies or some euros, uh, or you know something like a like a Haley or a perch tuck or or uh, a hogger spoon something. Uh, you know, you can even take your Swedish pimples and, and um, pop that treble off of there. They, all them Swedish pimples come with the, uh, a single hook. Throw that single hook on there, and, and uh, you'll be rewarded. It's, that's the way to go. Well, we're in that transition, Bill Undine, with the uh, Tackle Castle there in Mille Lacs, uh, chatting a little tulipy fishing. we got to get into the panfish, too. I know they had the big uh, tournament up there today, but uh, we got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Outdoor Adventures here on Newstalk AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. One final segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. If you haven't already, even even Kudok, I think, can figure out the iHeartRadio app, even though he can't get it on his uh, uh, 2000-area cell phone. But uh, download that free iHeartRadio app, and you can listen to Outdoor Adventures uh, anytime live here on Twin Cities News Talk, or you can also... Uh, Listen to the podcast version of the show anytime, anywhere on that free iHeartRadio app. So make sure you get that right, Kudak, because it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good deal. One of these days I'll figure out how to do it, but you know, I'll get it sooner or later. That's what I did. That's what I do when I go down to Iowa because uh, I like to kind of keep up with what's going on here in the cities. So I just pull up the radio station here and I can listen to it all the way down there, and it works out great. It's crystal clear, and I can. You know, keeping you know, some people will look at you a little weird if you got a plane in your pocket. You know, you think they'll think you're walking radio, but works out pretty well. So we're chatting with Bill Lundine here, the Tackle Castle on Malax. We uh, got into the tulipies here a little bit uh, in the first segment, Bill. But how are things uh, looking for the uh, late ice as far as uh, perch goes and the crappie bite and the sunnies? Well, we saw uh, you know we saw a few perch popping up and and. Uh, a few decent ones, I should say, but uh, boy, there's a lot of these these little guys, these young of the year perch that are in that three to four inch range, let's say, which uh, I guess is a good thing. You know, we we apparently had a huge hatch here last uh, spring, and um, yeah, it might be what's setting the bite off just a touch. But uh, some of these some of these bigger ones that you do bump into, you know, they're onesie twosies, but there's some beasts out there. And, uh, you know, as far as the crappies go, you can watch these guys set up over there by Isle Bay. And uh, there again, you know, you don't see anybody stacking buckets full of them, but um, the ones that they're getting are some pretty quality fish. Yeah, I went by there this morning over an aisle there, and there was a whole 25 ounces there in the bay. And I talked to one kid that was fishing the contest here. They've been over there, and they said they, they, you know, they're not getting a lot of them, but they are getting a few in their dandies. Yeah, the quality is, is we got a little bit of the quality back here. The last couple of years, you know, they got beat down pretty hard. And, and uh, 
there were a lot of those fish weren't quite making it back up to that pound mark again. But uh, we're starting to we're starting to see some lbs out there now, and and it's nice to uh, you know it's nice to see some of that come back. Yeah, and, and, you know, I think the guys did pretty well in the Northerns this winter from what I talked to a few guys. And the Northern season, I think, is still open until the end of the month, or is it? The Northern season on Mille Lacs runs until the 25th of March. Um, I think the biggest challenge there is going to be uh, being able to track down some some big shiners or some suckers. Uh, that whole market is, uh, has really toughened up for uh, for all of Minnesota this year, and, and suckers, frankly, are a little tough to come by, so... Um, you know, when, if you're going to come up here and fish some northerns, uh, guy's got to grab them where he can. I mean, we get them periodically, but uh, it's not an everyday thing for us anymore. Yeah, that's that, you know, it, it's been a tough year for shiners, like you said, suckers. Yeah, hopefully next year we'll we'll get a, a good crop of them from somewhere, and and we'll have it. But uh, talking about them tulipies, you know, we we're out on on uh, the great not the graveyard, just eye bars where we were the last few days, and. And we're fishing at 40, 40 feet of water, and I'll tell you what, when them fish come in, it just covers the depth fighter. I mean, they're on the bottom, and you can usually pull them up off the bottom and nail them. Yeah, yeah. It, they, uh, you know, you can you can start. A lot of people like to stir up that uh, that bottom a little bit with their jig and hammer it a few times, and then you know pull it up and wait. Man, there's no waiting. You you get them things when they come in thick like that. It's it game on and and uh you know a lot of times you can pluck two three sometimes four of them out of a out of a school and then you might sit for a few minutes yeah well we were using the flasher you're from uh custom jigs and spin they got them flashers you can put on your line and, and then i was using the small real small tungsten jig with the mural rv and you put four or five of them on that little hook and i'll tell you what that's the key yeah 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 put a good offering down there and they can't uh they just can't say no we saw some people chasing them with these freshwater shrimp as well, and and uh, that's something that's new to a lot of folks. Um, it's a big thing out by Devil's Lake, and uh, you know you drill a hole and geez, they come right up in the hole. But um, you know they're they're strange to a lot of this area, and and we've had them for some time. People just uh, you know it's something new for a lot of them, and yeah, you can't always get them on to stay on your hook forever, and and uh, every once in a while you got to just plain impale them to keep them on, but. Um, there again, it's like candy for them things, and and uh, they uh, they really lick them up. It is. Yeah. Are those sirens coming after you, Bill, or are they coming after Kudok? I'm not no, sure which I one of you. I just about got my wife out on the corner there, though. <laughs> I watched her drove away, and, and uh, that was a close one. Uh, yeah, so we're chatting with Bill Lundin of the Tackle Castle up there in Mille Lacs. Uh, of course, we, we have to ask you, uh, as far as... Uh, the upcoming season, unfortunately, it looks like uh, no uh, keepers for us walleye guys again. That's it's interesting. You know, um, the uh, the commissioner's been a little quiet on there. This uh, Don Pereira, he decided to chat with Channel Five there one day, and and uh, he gave them his opinion. But all of us have yet to see anything in writing yet. So you know, maybe there's a little bit of hope, but. Um, I got to believe it's going to be a lot closer to last year's rig than uh, than something that's oh what would be a good word innovative or uh, um, forward thinking. I, I think they're going to be they're going to be stuck in a rut here for a little bit. But uh, you know we're still holding out hope that uh, you know that maybe they see the light and they realize exactly how many walleye uh, the rest of us are seeing out here. And 
you know, maybe they'll loosen her up a little. And what about the what they do with the, I know last year they had, uh, well, for a while it was only artificial. Then I think they let certain people use bait and others not use bait. What's the what's the deal with that this year? Um, there again, we're, it's, it's, there's nothing really, uh, nothing really committed yet, but to tell you how goofed up that deal was, uh, <laughs> I had a fellow come in today, and he doesn't fish Mille Lacs often, but he came in today and asked me to explain to him, uh, how the size restrictions on the live bait that he'd be allowed to use out there today. And, you know, it's, it's sad that there, for the short time that that thing was in place, that uh, how confused it got people at that time, and even still here we are in the first couple of days of March, and uh, folks are still goofed up by it. You know, it's just it's just uh, it's too bad that uh, it had to be so confusing. Let's let's just get something straightforward and leave it alone. Well, that's the thing. Just uh, overall, I've found. I mean, it you know, and obviously, uh, I guess my old man took care of most of the regulations back when I was a youngster. But now it seems like they they. They change things so often, you know, even you look at Red Lake, you know, it was four fish, then it was three fish, now it's back to four fish. I mean, if you, it seems like if you don't check the regulations every couple of weeks, you, you, you get caught red-handed and don't even know it. Yeah, yeah, and it puts a certain amount of weight on us, uh, at, at, and not just at Mille Lacs, on, on any of these waters that um, they have varied regulations, and, you know, people come in and, of course, be in the, be in the front line, uh, we're the ones they like to crab at when they they don't like the regulations, and you know there's there's no perfect one I guess, but um, I think before they started managing a lot of these lakes independently, um, it just it, it just seemed like fishing was more fun. You know, people hmm. not necessarily from my perspective, but to watch these people come in here, uh, they used to have a big smile on their face. You know, they're pretty excited that they're going fishing now. Uh, it's almost, uh, some of them just, almost like they aren't really as into it as they used to be. And, and that's going to be the shame of this whole thing, uh, someday is that, you know, people get intimidated out of this. And, and we put a lot of time and effort and a lot of money into keeping people in this sport. Um, and, you know, we just hope that that's, uh, you know, that, that that can keep going forward and that, that we're not, uh, we're not just marking time. Yeah, you, you know, you, you hear it from customers, you hear it from, you know, people are, are, are really getting tired of the, you know, what they're doing up here. And I mean, you, people, people just, hey, they're getting tired of it. I mean, the DNR gotta, gotta do something. They, they, it ain't like they're eating any fish at the lake. Oh my gosh. The, the, look at the fish we caught here at the beginning of the season and even up, you know, even up to the beginning of February. Um, I think this summer's, I think again, I think we're just gonna be a game on. And and the first, at least up through, let's call it 4th of July, 10th of July, I think people are going to be amazed at the fish they're going to catch out here because it's uh, it's that good and there's that many fish uh, tucked away under the surface. Just got a couple of more minutes here, Bill, on Dean with the Tackle Castle up there at Mille Lacs. Another thing I wanted to hit on with you here, Bill, before we went was, was the was the Smalley population, of course, that seems to have exploded and with people not uh, being able to keep walleyes, I've heard people are keeping those. Um, how do you think that's going to affect that population? Because I've, I've read articles and I've uh, talked to people that think, you know, 
that's going to be the next crisis is now that you can't keep walleyes, people are keeping those or at least targeting the smallies so much. And it's obviously got national attention with the Bassmasters there. So how, how detrimental you think that's going to be to the fishery in that aspect? Uh, I, that's a great question. I think there's, uh, I think there's a lot of smallmouth in here. Um, we've seen that, you know, we've, we've seen some fish, you know, they get caught multiple times, and I, but you're going to see that with any species. But, um, the overall population, I think, is, uh, strong would be an understatement. There's a, there's a lot of smallmouth out there, uh, a number of different year classes, and, you know, they did a thing here several years back. We went about eight years with no harvest, um, they had a like a one over twenty one or something like that, and frankly, the guy that catches that fish is going to throw it back anyway. Yep. So they got a they got a real good running start at a, at a population. You know, now they got the limit down to three. Um, they are toying in this sixteen and seventeen inch range, so three under sixteen or three under seventeen, whatever they they choose to go with here. Um, is it is it going to kill the population uh, if if uh, the Johnsons and the Andersons come up and and uh, take three fish home? No, I don't think it's going to wipe it out. But uh, you know, over over time, of course, every fish out is is going to have some kind of an impact. But um, there's a lot of mouths to feed on Malax. It's it's not just walleyes that eat. It's smallmouth that eat. There's northerns. There's muskies. You know, there's a few eel pout coming back. There's there's just a lot of things in competition for the same food. And um, I, if all of the species could somehow instantly come in check, I think, um, you know, I think everything would balance right back out. But, um, you know, this, this, this smallmouth population is, uh, is certainly going to be uh, more targeted if people can't keep, walleye they've got to jump through hoops to to keep northern in the winter anyway summer isn't so bad um you know they're they're going to eye on uh uh whatever's available to have that uh, to have that fish dinner and sure. and in some cases i think that smallmouth might uh you know might satisfy that bill well uh hopefully by this time next year we'll be talking about throwing some uh walleye in the frying pan there bill undine from the tackle castle malax how do people get a hold of you well, uh, you can call us at 320-532-3416. You can slide into the store at the intersection of 169 and 27 East, uh, or you can find us on the web at www.lundines.com. And uh, for those of you that haven't, get in there and uh, get your new fishing license because it sounds like you had a heyday with that today. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> there's people getting licenses today. <laughs> Yesterday yep. and today, it was just uh, it was there was lines of them at one point. Yeah, it's just like everything else. Uh, everybody waits till the last minute. So yes, sir. All right, Bill, you take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bill Lundine from the Tackle Castle. There, I'm relaxed. We got about a minute to go here at Kuduk. Uh, what do you got going for the rest of the weekend? Well, I don't know. We'll see if the storm comes in. If not, uh, I'm sure we'll find something to do somewhere on the lake. Well, I might have to have you come down here and uh, help me out if we get that storm because I was planning on uh, heading out of town here. So you got my back, right, buddy? Oh, you bet. We'll be right down there. We got a couple of shovels. Yep. Tracy, Tracy's got the shovels, and Teresa's got shovels, and Nancy's got shovels, and we'll bring the whole crew. Uh, there we go. The whole, all the girls will come down just for you, Stan. Well, I, well that sounds about uh, par for the course. So uh, we'll leave it at that. We got Gophers Hockey. See you, buddy.
Alright, talk to you. That's legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. Enjoy your time in the outdoors. Be safe on the ice. And uh, motorcycling is almost here, baby. Golfers coming up right now on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130.